everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. This is Susan Bauer, your host. And today I am joined by Michelle Zhang. She is a senior executive sales leader from Vancouver, Canada, and has been with Norwex three and a half years. And I have to say that Michelle came to one of our recent SESL academies and just had a blast and left there. She was the only Canadian that, that was there and left and everyone just said, hey, Canada, bye, Canada. So that's, that's kind of when I think of Michelle, I just think Canada. Um, but she has a wonderful way of sharing her excitement, her enthusiasm, her fun at parties. And so she's going to share three of her top tips. So get ready. Michelle, are you there? I'm here, Susan. Well, glad to have you. And so we're going to really cover three areas. We're going to cover expectations, questions, and having fun. And we're going to give you some very specific, I'm not, we, I say we, Michelle is going to give you some very specific um, word choices and some great ways to engage your guests at parties. So Michelle, let's start with uh, number one, which is setting expectations. And you really, you have that bar set pretty high for your host. So why is that important? It's important because, you know, it shows the hostess that you're committed to helping them get the most out of hosting a party. And I feel that in turn, they actually respect that and will do their part to make it a success for you too. So I always tell the hostess after we've covered the part about the four star rewards program in your host a party count your stars guide, I say, and our goal is to have a thousand dollar party. And I just kind of say, you know, if we're going to take the time to do this and have a party and organize it, invite your friends, bring them all over, let's make sure that you max out and get the most rewards that you can. And so that's my commitment to you. I love the way that you put that because it doesn't feel, you know, high pressure at all. Um, you know, I've probably been, I'm probably a host that's never done this before, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. That's part of being, you know, the party planning part of this. And what you're doing is you're really setting me up to have very um, high sales. Now, do you do anything with getting guests there, like the number of people that go to a party that also helps? to reach that $1,000 uh, goal? Yes, definitely. So in with the setting high expectations, I feel that I, I honestly just use the tools that Norix gives us. I feel like host coaching, which is the pre-party preparation to set it up for a fun and successful party starts there. So using the host of party count your stars guide. I mean, Norix gives us all the tools that we need to be successful. I don't really feel like I'm an original or creative person, but I think it actually works to my advantage because I don't think, oh, I know better than that. And I just use what's actually available already and borrow other people's ideas. So I literally walk the hostess through that guide page by page and outline what the party's gonna look like and how we can partner to be successful. And the number of guests at a party is tied to the rewards that she gets. That's part Absolutely. of the problem. Yeah, so I say, you know, a $1,000 party, I know that might sound really high, but let's look at this. My buying guest average is, you know, over a hundred dollars. If we get 10 people there, that's a thousand dollars. And they go, Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems more doable. Yeah. So, when you put it in those terms, it does seem doable. 
You know, mm -hmm. you're not asking her to get 30 orders. You're asking her to get 10. Exactly. Um, okay, that's great. Let's move on to um, your second tip, which is all about asking questions. And you do this in a variety of ways, but why is asking questions really important? I think that creating, asking questions allows us to create conversation because that's what really we want. That's what we really want an Oryx party to be is a conversation. And this engages people instead of kind of, you know, lecturing them or actually doing more of a formal presentation. And it's important because it tr creates that trust and that rapport. It basically shows them that I care and I want to hear what they have to say. And you know, this is where, why part, uh, the Real Solutions cards are a phenomenal tool because it gets the guests involved in talking. And I don't know if you've heard the saying, but people say if, you, if people know you and like you and trust you, they'll buy from you. So this is all part of that. Absolutely. So can you give us some examples? What are questions that you ask? Sure, yeah, I, I kind of asked a different variety, like you said, but uh, in the beginning, I think it's important to set the tone. And I always ask, after I've shared, you know, 86,000 chemicals have been introduced in the last 50 years, I ask, does anyone here have allergies, asthma, eczema, respiratory issues, or those kinds of conditions? And I usually take note to who has raised their hand, and I make sure I definitely address the products that are going to make a difference for them during the presentation because I feel like I, I want to help people, right? And illustrate. Well, and, and that's a personal thing, you know, and, and yet it's such a common. It, everybody knows somebody who has allergies. And yeah, I, yep. yeah. I usually get at least one or two people who have those conditions. Yep. Okay, that's, that's a great um, opener. What other questions? So uh, the other ones are more funny ones to get people to kind of relate to me and feel more relaxed. So, uh, when we talk about the micro silver that's embedded into our our cloths, people kind of look at me like, hey, what does that mean? And so I tell them, translation, no more stinky cloth syndrome. And then that's when I get, oh, okay. So I usually ask, do you know what I'm talking about? When you walk in the kitchen and you smell the stinky cloth right away and you're like, yep, it's time to change it. And so I basically feel I'm relating them to a way that they can understand because they personally experience it, right? And probably at a party, you're getting a lot of hands that go up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. People are, you know, putting up their nose. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Or you have the repeat guests who will talk, to, you know, who they validate it because they're going to share their experience now using Norwex. Exactly. And they're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't happen. Yep. Okay. What other questions? And so these are some other questions. You know, I, some of the questions are more open-ended and we talk about the importance and the value of asking open-ended questions to get people to respond for that conversation aspect. I also have a bunch of questions that are more, you know, I'm kind of leading them to say yes. And so this is like, who here hates dusting? And I put up my hand and raise my hand and people usually will follow suit. Be like, oh yeah, me, totally me. I hate dusting. Or, you know, I'll ask, did you know that cleaning your floors is the most hated chore of all time? People usually nod with me. And I have a red bow that I put on my mop, like Dolores um, Vanden Bogard uh, has taught us to do. And I usually ask, did anyone notice my beautiful red bow on here? And I'm like, oh, and I make a joke. It's so inconspicuous, right? So I'm basically asking for permission from them to, to talk about the opportunity, right? And so I say, quick question, does anyone here like free? 
and everybody's like, oh yeah, no brainer. Of course. I like free raise their hand. And I say, can I, can I tell you about how you can get this mop for free then? And then that's the open door, I guess, to go in and share with, with them. See, and even though that's not an open-ended question and they definitely have a place because especially when you're talking to someone one-on-one, you want to keep that conversation going. But in a group setting, when everybody's nodding or raising their hands, it's this group consensus. You know, everybody hates dusting. Oh yeah, I'm in, I'm in good company here. And, and yeah, and it does sort of create that connection and it is that conversation instead of you doing all the talking. Um, you're validating for them what they what they know and experience on a daily basis. Yes, and Debbie Bolton talks about how we all want to feel like we belong as human beings. And in that group setting, like you say, we feel like we belong because, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who doesn't like cleaning my house. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then all of a sudden you find that the whole environment of the party, you know, you, it's relaxing when people yes. are starting to interact and engage with each other. Um, I hear that a lot with the solution cards that, people will relate, oh, I have that same problem, or, you know, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. And so it sh- kind of shifts the energy in the room. Definitely. And so this is a great segue to my next question that I want to share, which is, are you having fun? And I kind of just may- point out the elephant in the room, because I say, I know you probably thought, oh, gosh, I've been invited to a cleaning party how boring is that going to be, right? And you kind of roll your eyes almost um, as I make fun of that. But here we are having a blast together. So that's a good one. Most people say they're having fun but because by then we're already laughing and having a great yes. time. Yes. And, um, and I think that they stop and go, oh, yeah, I kind of did think that when I w- before I walked in the door. You know, that self-talk that you have on the way, what am I doing going to here? Da, 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 da. And then on the way home, they're going, oh, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And oh, I'm having another, I'm having one of those parties. Cause that's the other thing is when people stop and kind of acknowledge that, oh yeah, this really is fun. Then when they start to think about, well, maybe I would have my own party cause this is fun and my friends would like to know about this. So it also opens that door for booking and recruiting. Yes, exactly that. So um, I know then really the third thing, and you've covered it somewhat, is you really talk about having fun at your parties, which it's something I hear a lot. Well, I just have fun. It's like, okay, but how do other people take what, you know, what you're doing and translate that into action at a party? So you have a couple of things that you do and also I think some fun one-liners. So let's start with a game. And some people are game people and some people aren't. But in, um, no matter whether you are or not, it's nice to have something that breaks the ice at the very beginning of the party. So talk about the game that you play. Yes. Yeah, so the game that I play is called the left, right, and across game. And um, I know there's the left and right game already on Norwex, uh, mm-hmm. where you can download yourself. I got the idea from Sandra Oben and she said, oh, throw in the word across there and people will just be, it'll be just a riot, people throwing things and laughing because they can't catch. And so I made my own script with the, and added the word across in there three times. And I always get great feedback and it kind of starts, you know, but it starts with a question, who likes to win prizes? That's how I kind of go into it. And everybody wants to win a prize. So 
uh, it breaks the ice. It gets people more relaxed and they feel less serious. I can definitely see the shift before and after the game. People are more open and they're laughing and, you know, and then they feel like they're, they're more open to hearing what I have to say. And that's when I kind of go into the real uh, Norwex party. So um, do you have the game? Can you give us just an example? Not the whole thing, but where does the across fit in? Um, so the across, like after, you know, I say, you, you know, you all got your own, you, I made sure you got the right result from the hand treatment. And then you made your way across to the living room and sat right down. Or, you know, if someone said, or if we say, make sure you check your order right away. And uh, if, or if, if something's not right or an item was left out, you can be sure that I'll take care of it right away. Even if you live across town. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And, and for our listeners, you are actually in for a treat because Michelle is sharing her left, right, across game and definitely want to um, thank Sandra Oban as well. Uh, and we will be posting that on the consultant office. I believe it will also be in the upcoming impressions. So you're, you know, if this is something that you want to give a try, um, you'll be able to have your own copy and see how much fun it is. So, all right, let's move on to fun because you have some fun one-liners and you've said to me that you're not afraid to kind of look like a goof or, you know, even make fun of yourself. So, you know, how, do, how does that play out? What are those one-liners that I know you've made up some? And again, it's, it's places like this, training like this, where you, you borrow from somebody else. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when I talk about the dusting mitt, I'm just going to list some of these and hope that you all find them useful and use them at your own parties. So for the dusting mitt, I say before using it, get it frisky. And that just people laugh and then they remember, oh, you got to rub it before using it, especially when you're dry dusting to amp up the charge, right? And I say, think about how fast you could go with one on each hand, you know, turn on some music and wax on, wax off. <laughs> or you could get your shoulder workout when you're doing your blinds, you know, and get, get in the slats and kind of pinch it. And when I talk about the Enviro wand and how you can remove the lint that's left over in your lint trap, and I usually say, if you're like me and you tried using chopsticks, it doesn't work. And so people get the visual of what that would look like. And I actually do the physical kind of, you know, action with it. And they always laugh. Um, <laughs> When we talk about the telescopic mop handle, I say, I got this from someone else. I say, put it, make sure you put it at karaoke height because it looks exactly like a mic stand. And I say, and then you can jam out to your favorite song when cleaning your floors. And I actually move, you know, I treat the hand, handle like a mop, mic stand and kind of step forward and pretend I'm singing into it. That is and, fun. That's, <laughs> that is fun. And you know what? You, you do remember those things. Those are the things that you remember. Oh yeah, it's supposed to be at karaoke height. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It helps people remember because we give quite a bit of information at our parties. And so sometimes people are like, how am I going to remember all this? Well, the jokes and laughing part definitely helps with that aspect. Uh, and then when I, when I get to the part about our, when we talk about laundry and our laundry detergent, I usually say, you know, 95% of your problems will go away if you switch to our laundry detergent and our dryer balls. And I said, we even have a wrinkle release spray for those of you who hate to iron. I pause for a moment and then I say, I just can't help you with the folding part. 
<laughs> and people always laugh because you know forever there's mounds mounds of clothes on <laughs> on the couch or on the sofa right yes. forever, forever never ending job and and then when I go into the dryer balls I say you know does anyone does anyone want to feel my balls and you kind of have to be careful with this depending on what kind of a crowd it is right because people usually laugh anyone want to feel my balls and I actually pass them out and they're like oh yeah sure <laughs> Um, and then the other one that I really like to say is when I talk about the body cloth, I say, who here is like me and tired at the end of the night and you don't want a seven step routine before going to bed and you just want to go to sleep, right? And people are like, yeah. oh yeah, totally. Um, and that's how we say we've got you covered with the body cloth. Do all that in no time. Just I love those. Those were great. Thank you. And what you share is so relatable. I mean, it's just uh, like I'm thinking of the 17-step routine and how many people <laughs> at that party are there are going, oh, yeah, I am going to go home and I've got, you know, all of these things that I do. And so not only are you enticing them with an, okay, you have a solution for that and they're going to want our products, um, but... I'm thinking that at the end of the party, there's also a pretty big wish list that everybody has, and that makes it pretty easy to book some parties as well. Yes, definitely. So basically, I just make fun of myself. I have a good time. I don't take myself really seriously and not afraid to look silly and be a goof. So just be yourself, whatever that looks like for fun, right? Absolutely. That's the most important thing. And, you know, and I think also um, doing things that help guests to connect with you and connect with each other because you know we sell each other on what we want to buy and when you have a crowd especially you know they don't know each other so you are loosening them up with an icebreaker like the left right across game you know you're um, asking questions where everybody is connecting and going oh yeah i have that same problem and then just having some fun and helping them to feel like, oh, boy, she really knows me when really you're sharing common things that just are everybody, you know, everybody can relate to. So I just, I love your approach. And I, I love some of the one-liners. I'm sure that our listeners were um, maybe not frantically taking notes because I know a lot <laughs> of people listen to our podcast while you're running or you're at a soccer game or you're on your way to a party and that's, and that's great because that's what these are all about. You know, do them at your leisure when they fit into the cracks of, of your life. So I want to thank you, Michelle. I think that you started saying, I just want to make sure that I add value that, you know, people walk away feeling like they got something out of this. And I can tell you with certainty that our listeners are nodding their heads right now. You can't see them, but they are. They're nodding going, oh yeah, Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you. It was uh, definitely fun to share and my pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this with you, Susan. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back. And I always like to end our podcast with some kind of an action step. I'm going to say you may not be a game person, but give the left right across uh, game a try. And you might even want to think about it. Do you have a repeat crowd? You know, somebody that you've done a party and then all their friends are going to go to the next party. You know, it's just something to switch it up. 
and see if it if it works for you and if it doesn't you know that's okay too so i want to thank you all for taking the time out of your very busy lives to invest in you and invest in your business and be with us today so until next time <laughs>